When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we will discuss the college football history of the Nevada Wolfpack. This program is littered, part of the pun, with extreme numbers, great performances, perplexing moments, and oddities. One innovative longtime coach, one coach who turned around the program, one bowl win to secure the program's first ever ranking in the final AP poll, one win in a snowy playoff game, one perplexing offensive meltdown for the ages, one offensive meltdown to derail an undefeated season, one playoff loss for a dominating team, one loss on the islands to derail an undefeated season, two teams that were offensive juggernauts, one dominating team, one team ranked in the final AP poll, one record-setting running back, two stellar quarterbacks, one devastating Hall of Fame running back, one in-state rival, one rough beginning for the program, one season of offensive futility, one season of nothing but shutouts, and of course, Alfie and Wolfie Jr. First season, 1896. National Championship, zero. Heisman Trophy winner, zero. Best coach, Chris Alt, 1976 to 1992, and 1994 to 1995, and 2004 to 2012. 233 wins, 109 losses, and one tie, and won 68.6% of his games. In his 28 years at Nevada, Chris Alt's version of the Wolfpack won nine conference championships across three conferences, four in the Big Sky, three in the Big West, and two in the WAC. Alt is one of the innovators of the pistol offense, which he instituted at Nevada in 2004. The quarterback is set up a few yards behind the center, not quite as far as the shotgun, and the running back is behind the quarterback. In 2008, he added a red zone read to it. For five seasons, from 2008 to 2012, they were ranked in the top eight in rushing. In 2009, when they were ranked number one, they averaged 7.4 yards per carry. Chris Alt has won six Conference Coach of the Year awards, four in the Big Sky, and two in the WAC. And in 1991, two Division I AA Coach of the Year awards. Chris Alt is the winningest coach in Nevada history with 233 wins. Chris Alt is in the College Football Hall of Fame. But special attention must be paid to one other coach. R.E. Cartwright, 1919 to 1923. 26 wins, 13 losses, and six ties, and won 64.4% of his games. The seven seasons before R.E. Cartwright arrived at Nevada, the Sagebrushes, as they were called back then, now the Wolfpack, did not have a winning season and had two winless seasons. In one of the most remarkable turnarounds in college football history, Coach Cartwright's version of the Sagebrushes in just his first season won 8 one fielding a team that was an offensive juggernaut, scoring over 50 points four times and over 100 points twice. His Sagebrushes posted four straight winning seasons until his last season. Most stunning win. Nevada 20, Boston College 13, January 9, 2011, the Kraft Fight Hunger Bowl. Number 13, Nevada, entered the game 12-1 and and was in search of their first-ever finish in the final AP poll. Boston College entered the game 6-6, but was riding a five-game winning streak. This game was a test of strengths, pitting Nevada's third-ranked rushing offense of the pistol scheme against Boston College's number one-ranked rushing defense. Nevada, despite being held with a season-low 140 yards rushing, which is 190 below the season average at the time, 
jumped out to a 17-3 halftime lead. But late in the fourth quarter, the Eagles had made a game of it, cutting the lead to 20-13. With 3.06 remaining in the game, the Eagles mounted a drive, but with time running out, the Wolfpack intercepted Eagle quarterback Chase Reddick's pass and secured the bowl win. And as a result, Nevada finished number 11 in the final AP poll. The program's only ranked in the final AP poll, but attention must be paid to one other game. Nevada 20, North Texas 17, overtime, November 24, 1983, Division I AA playoffs. Number 11, Nevada, entered the game 9-3. and Number 4, North Texas, entered the game 8-3 and and was in their first postseason appearance in 24 years. Played in a snowstorm, Nevada jumped out to a 7-0 lead in the first quarter. But by halftime, the game was tied at 7-7. In the fourth quarter, the hotly contested affair was again tied at 17. With a little over three minutes left in the game, the Mean Green had the ball at the Nevada 29-yard line. After three plays, North Texas faced a fourth and 17. Their field goal was missed, and the game went into overtime. To start the overtime, Nevada won the coin flip. Nevada's Tony Sendejas kicked the 33-yard field goal to secure the stunning win and catapult the Wolfpack into the semifinals. Most stunning loss. Santa Clara 14, Nevada 0, November 7, 1948. This one was just simply a stunner, one you don't hear very often, an offensive meltdown for the ages. Number 11, Nevada entered the game 6-0, undefeated, untied. The week before, had defeated Oklahoma City 79-13, was leading the nation in scoring 50.8 points per game, and allowed just 10.2 points per game. Now, in case you're wondering or keeping track, this means the Wolfpack entered the game, winning by an average score of 41 points per game. Santa Clara entered the game 5-2 and and had given up 41 points to California and 33 to SMU. Played in Sacramento. In the first minute of the game, Nevada intercepted a pass and was set up at Santa Clara's 30-yard line. It appeared to be business as usual for the Wolfpack. After two running plays on third and three, Nevada quarterback Stan Heath, who would go on to finish fifth in Heisman Trophy that year, threw an incomplete pass and then another incomplete pass on fourth down, giving the ball back to Santa Clara. Stan Heath would not complete a pass until two minutes left in the first half. In the second half, more of the same. When Nevada recovered a Santa Clara fumble at the 50-yard line, Nevada failed to capitalize. It wasn't just losing, but a shutout loss. As from this lone shutout, this team ran the table in the regular season, averaging 52.6 points per game in their wins. This team would go on, even with the shutout loss, to lead the nation in scoring 43.6 points per game. Later, there were allegations that Nevada intentionally threw the game as it was fixed to support the gambling. But attention must be paid to three other games. California freshman 13, Nevada 7, September 27, 1919. This was the opening game of the season and the only loss for the Sagebrushers, who was called the Wolfpack back then, a team that would go on to finish 8-1-1. Not only was this loss surprising, but consider this. This team was an offensive juggernaut after rebounding in week two with a 32-0 shutout of Nevada alumni and a week three shutout of Stewart Indian School 54-0. In weeks four and five, the Sagebrushers topped the century mark each game. A shutout of Pacific 132-0 followed by a 102-0 shutout of Mare Island Naval Base. Now, if you're keeping track in consecutive games, the Sagebrushers outscored their two opponents by a combined score of 234-0. In their last two games of the season, they won by a combined score of 97-7 to finish 8-1-1. Then there was Massachusetts 44, Nevada 21, December 9, 1978, Division I AA playoffs. Number one, Nevada entered the playoff game on a tear, 11-0, going undefeated, untied in the regular season, and had aspirations of an undefeated national championship. Aside from a 12-7 defeat of UC Davis, this team was unchallenged as no team got within nine points of the Wolfpack. Massachusetts entered the game 8-3. Massachusetts came flying out of the chute, 
taking a 21 to seven lead in the first quarter. The lean ballooned to 44 to seven midway through the fourth quarter and the Minutemen never looked back. The loss derailed all hopes of the perfect national champion season for the Wolfpack. And there was Hawaii 27, Nevada 21, October 16, 2010. Number 19, Nevada enters the game undefeated and untied 6-0 and would go on after this game to run the table to finish number 13 in the nation, 13-1. This game was the only blemish on the season. Hawaii entered the game 4-2 in front of over 40,000 fans at Aloha Stadium. Nevada quickly fell behind 14-0 in the first quarter and trailed 17-0 at halftime. But in the second half, Nevada made a game of it, trailing 27-14 in the fourth quarter. Colin Kaepernick connected with Mike Ball on a 10-yard pass to trim the lead 27-21 with 3.06 remaining in the game. And they were looking to stage a comeback. Here's what happened. On the ensuing kickoff, the Wolfpack tried an onside kick and they recovered it. Nevada then drove the field, but in the waning moments of the game, Wolfpack quarterback Colin Kaepernick was intercepted to derail the comeback in the perfect season. Best team, 1919 Nevada Sage Brushes, now called the Wolfpack 8-1-1. Coach Paul Reich's 1919 team opened with a 13-7 loss to California freshmen and did not lose again the entire season. This team was an offensive juggernaut. After rebounding in week two with a 32-0 shutout of Nevada alumni in week three, the team shut out Stewart Indian School 54-0. But they were just getting warmed up in the next two weeks. Well, the Sage Brushers topped the century mark each game shutting out Pacific, 132 to nothing, shutting out Mare Islands Naval Base, 102 to nothing. This means they outscored their opponents 234 to nothing. In the last two games, they won by a combined score of 97 to seven. There was a 1978 Nevada Wolfpack, 11 and one. Coach Chris Alt's 2011 team finished the regular season undefeated, untied, 11 and 0, and earned a berth in the 1AA playoffs, where they lost to Massachusetts, 44 to 21. Now, aside from a 12-7 defeat of UC Davis, this team went unchallenged. No team got within nine points of them all season. And then it was a 2010 Nevada Wolfpack 13-1. Coach Chris Alt's 2010 team finished number 11 in the final AP poll, the highest ranking ever for a Wolfpack team in the final AP poll. Quarterback Colin Kaepernick led the pistol offense, which was eighth in the nation in scoring 41 points per game. Kaepernick threw for 3,022 yards and rushed for 1,206 yards. By Tua, Rushed for 1,610 yards. They earned a berth in the Kraft Fight Hunger Bowl, where they defeated Boston College 20 to 13. But we give the nod to the 1948 Nevada Wolfpack 9 and 2. Coach Chitesky's 1948 team rose number 10 in the AP poll, the highest ranking ever for the Wolfpack in the AP poll before dropping out at season's end. This team started the season in devastating fashion, winning the first six games by an average score of 51 points per game. After a week seven loss to Santa Clara in the regular season, they ran the table. And they earned a berth in the Harbor Bowl, where they lost to Villanova 27-7. How good was the offense? Consider this. In their wins, they averaged 53 points per game. Rare air near Army's NCAA record of 56 points per game in 1944. And even with the shutout loss, this team led the nation in scoring 44 points per game. Best player. This one is tougher than you think. The pundits would probably select Marion Motley, given his legendary status in the NFL. Certainly a worthy choice. But if one considers the performance at Nevada, He's not a slam dunk. There was quarterback Stan Heath, 1947 to 1948. In two seasons, 1947 and 1948, Stan Heath led the Wolfpack to back-to-back nine and two seasons in two bowl games. In 1948, Stan Heath had one of the most, if not the greatest, season in college football history. That season, he became the first quarterback in college football history to pass for over 2,000 yards in a season. It was a mark that would not be surpassed for 15 seasons until 1963. That season, he led the nation 
in passing yards, 2005. Total offense, 1,992 and touchdowns, 22. But after a 14 0 shutout loss to Santa Clara, the Sacramento Bee wrote, Heath is not the best forward passer the world has ever seen, not by a long shot. That season, Heath finished five in the Heisman Trophy, balloting. There was running back Frank Hawkins, 1997 to 1980. In his career in Nevada, Hawkins set many school rushing records, including single-season rushing yards, single-season rushing touchdowns, and career all-purpose yards. Hawkins set an NCAA record for consecutive 100-yard rushing performances, 21. When he left Nevada, he was ranked third in NCAA rushing yards, 5,333. There was quarterback Colin Kaepernick, 2007-2010. In 2010, Kaepernick led the Wolfpack with 13-1 record, a berth in the Kraft fight, Hunger Bowl, and they defeated Boston College 20-13 to finish number 11 in the final AP poll. Kaepernick threw for 3,022 yards and rushed for 1,206 yards, making Kaepernick only the third FBS player in college football history to pass for 3,000 yards and rushed for over 2,000 yards. But we give the nod to running back Marion Motley, 1940-1942. In his career at Nevada, Motley established himself as an powerful runner, devastating blocker, and a weapon on kick returns. Marion Motley went on to the NFL, where he was one of the first two African-American professional football players in the modern era. Motley led the AAFC in rushing, won four AAFC championships, and led the NFL in rushing, and won one NFL championship. Marion Motley is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, rival UNLV Rebels. The teams first played in 1969, and Nevada won 30-28. The battle for the Freedmont Cannon started as a prank when, in 1966, the student body president for UNLV attempted to steal the cannon from Nevada. Nevada created the tradition from this prank. Hullabaloo won. As we mentioned, Nevada's first year of football was 1896, and it was a rough beginning for the football program. In their first game ever, Nevada was shut out by Belmont, 70 to nothing. And in the second game, they were shut out by California JV, 40 to nothing. If you're keeping track, in their first two games of their inaugural season, they lost by a combined score of 110 to nothing. Hullabaloo 2. In 1905, Nevada went 0-3-1, and, and every game was a shutout. They opened with a scoreless tie to Nevada alumni, and then they were shut out the next three games by a combined score of 42 to nothing. Hullabaloo 3. In 1917, Nevada went 1-3, and every game was a shutout. They opened with a 50-0 defeat of Stewart Indian School, and they were then shut out in the next three games by a combined score of 155 to nothing. Mascot, Alfie and Wolfie Jr., a student adorned in a wolf costume. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.